Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and boy, do we have a great kickoff show for you for 2022. I wish we could have had a better week in the markets to start the year, but uh, Monday was a head fake, as I think we were green across the screen then. But uh, everything else has been uh, <laughs> not so rosy. We've got a great show for you this week. Uh, we're going to talk about what you can read, uh, both books, white papers, podcasts, etc. So uh, to educate yourself on the hot topics of 2022, such as crypto, genetic editing, climate change, and world shipping problems. We're also going to uh, answer your questions about what to do in this type of winter situation and how that plays in your finances. And finally, in the financial planning segment, we will look at how to get organized to begin the year. Uh, let's take a look at some of the forecasts. Uh, this forecast brought to you by First Trust for where they think we'll end 2022, and we can come back to this tape at the end of the year. Uh, they predict an S&P 500 finish at 5250. Uh, Thursday, we kind of closed a little bit in the dumpster um, on the S&P right around, um, looks like um, 4695. They're also predicting Dow Jones 40,000, and we're at the Dow Jones went out uh, Thursday at 36,000. So they're predicting modest, uh, low double digits profitability. They're predicting the 10 year treasury to be between two and two and a half percent. And that leads us to probably a lot of the volatility this week as the 10 year treasury went out in Thursday's trading at 1.73. And it was just 1.40 when Christmas was upon us just about two weeks ago. Traditionally, as rates go up, uh, stocks don't like that, especially in the changeover. Uh, commodity space, gold is uh, down a little bit this year. It's a little bit strange with inflation being the main worry, with the Federal Reserve coming out Wednesday saying they will keep the pedal to the metal to lower or keep inflation under control and maybe start raising rates even sooner. Uh, with that said, our commodity du jour that we look at, first crude oil, just under $80 a barrel at seventy nine forty six. And lumber looks like it traded limit up yesterday at $1,217 an ounce. Uh, that's well above its historical average in the 400s, but still about $500 below the May 2021 high of $1,734 a thousand board feet. You're listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management, and we will be back in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. 
call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome to 2022 again on Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And as the year begins, a lot of listeners may want to know, what can they read to get up to speed on certain topics? And this information, a lot of it is brought to you by our friends at BCA, uh, where they do a lot of heavy lifting on what to look at uh, for the year. Uh, Some topics that may be relevant in 2022, uh, maybe information regarding cryptocurrencies, Uh, Maybe the causes of inflation. Perhaps you're interested in how supply chains work or gene editing technology. Also, U.S.-China trade relations may uh, be something that's on the top of your reading list if you really want to have a a sleep disorder and are needing needing a version of uh, a Somonex to, to get you to sleep. So there's several topics we'll be going through uh, on this uh, segment. And, uh, you know, first and foremost, I would say a couple other reasons or things to look at it would be non-fungible tokens or NFTs. You're going to hear more and more about those, as well as climate change and alternative uh, energy supplies, uh, why marine power is crucial uh, in geopolitics and how to understand the European economy. So let's start first with crypto. And, uh, you know, when you look at cryptocurrencies, uh, 2021 may very well have been the tipping point, and it bested every other asset class in terms of returns, with the value of all cryptocurrencies surpassing $2.5 trillion. Uh, meanwhile, interest in decentralized finance soared, and non-fungible token was even named Word of the Year by the Collins Dictionary. So here's a recommendation to kind of wrap your head around first with crypto. It's called Digital Gold, Bitcoin, and the Inside Story of the Misfits and Millionaires Trying to Reinvent Money. It's a 2016 uh, written work by Nathaniel Popper, and the book is supposedly captivating on account um, of its origins of Bitcoin, and Popper tells of the surreal stories around the eccentric characters who created the first digital currency to gain widespread adoption. He also covers some of the most important events in Bitcoin's history, such as the bankruptcy of Mt. Go, spelled G-O-X if you want to Google that, as well as the creation of the now-defunct black market Silk Road, where Bitcoin was the main medium of exchange. Uh, some readers may complain that since it was written over f- six years ago that the book may feel data, dated, and if you're in that camp, here's a more recent book. It's called Digital Cash, The Unknown History of Anarchist Utopians and Technologists Who Created Cryptocurrency by Finn Burton, which came out just about two and a half, three years ago. And it does look like when it comes to crypto, you have to have a colon in the uh, title of your story. And there are a lot of uh, crazy adjectives for people that follow it. Uh, if you're looking at NFTs, uh, there's another uh, another document to, to pick up. It's called The Rise of NFTs, a data-driven overview of non-fungible tokens. It is a white paper by Coinmetrics. It came out just last year, and it covers 
everything you need to know about non-fungible tokens. Uh, it describes what NFT's main functions are and the projects that take place on them. And it also references the rising interest of institutional investors in NFTs. And finally, how you can compare this asset class to the fine art market. Finally, there's a real art, good article that came out of Bloomberg from colonist uh, Joe Wiesenthal entitled, There is a new vision for crypto and it's widely different from Bitcoin, um, where Wiesenthal outlines the two different visions for the future of cryptocurrency. On the one hand, Bitcoin claims to be, quote, digital gold, much like the book we just referenced. Uh, much like gold, Bitcoin is an inefficient medium exchange. It is difficult to mine and has essentially a fixed supply. And crucially, the Bitcoin community loathes change. Um, on the other hand, uh, the other type of potential outcome for crypto uh, has to do with something uh, more related to Ethereum. And Ethereum's promise is completely different. The value comes from its role as a token for the decentralized economy. And the culture around it is disruptive and entrepreneurial as contrasted to Bitcoin's which is slow to change and much more, um, I would say, centralized for a decentralized currency. If you're wanting to look at uh, good books to read and articles on inflation, where we would start would be uh, the Nobel laureate Milton Friedman and his partner Edmund Phelps. In 1976, uh, Friedman penned his Nobel Prize lecture entitled Inflation and Unemployment. It remains a classic and is a must-read for anyone interested in inflation to begin with. Uh, similarly, Ben Bernanke, in a speech titled Some Reflections on Japanese Monetary Policy in 2017, really uh, hit the target about central banks adopting inflation targets. So another thing to consider if you want something a little bit more up-to-date is um, looking at Considering the fact we have U.S. headline inflation at 6.8 percent, uh, you know there was a recent online symposium where William Dudley, Mervyn King, and Paul Krugman debated the issue. You can look online for this, and the symposium was titled "Do We Have an Inflation Problem?" As I said, this is the most recent entrant in the must-reads of inflation. Now, historically, there are a lot of good case studies, uh, and, and history does lead to a lot of useful lessons. Uh, in the book, The Great Wave, Price Revolutions and the Rhythm of History uh, from 1999, historian David Hackett Fisher analyzes the four great waves of inflation Western Europe had experienced since the 12th century. He has some conclusions that go along with each great wave in that. As you move past inflation, one of the other hot topics that's sure to be discussed this year is in around gene editing. And um, it probably went understated, but in 2020, in the middle of the COVID pandemic, the Nobel Prize for Chemistry was awarded to two remarkable female scientists, Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna, for their discovery of the easy-to-use gene editing tool CRISPR-Cas9. Now, the groundbreaking book on this was written by Walter Isaacson. He's the best-selling author behind biographies of everybody from Leonardo da Vinci to Steve Jobs. In the book, it's titled... The Codebreaker, Jennifer Doudna, Gene Editing, and the Future of the Human Race. This is an exceptional read. It's very timely as it just came out. And probably once we get past COVID, uh, rightfully so, uh, attention in the medical field will go to gene 
editing. Also, as you look at, uh, if you want to know kind of the story behind developing some of the uh, vaccines for the COVID-19 uh, crisis we have, uh, there's one on the backstory of the Pfizer BioNTech development of the vaccine. It's called The Beautiful Cure, The New Science of Human Health. That is by David or Daniel M. Davis. He's an immunology professor at Manchester University, and he does explain the relationship between innate immunity system and the adaptive immunity system. Uh, the basic for basis for a lot of this work was the 1926 classic book by Paul DeGroof called The Microbe Hunters. Also, if you want to continue looking at gene editing, other books to potentially read would be The Making of the Fittest, DNA and the Ultimate Forensic Record of Evolution by Sean Carroll. And another book is She Has Her Mother's Laugh, The Powers, Perversions, and Potential of Heredity by Carl Zimmer. These are two classics. And if you're not too interested in gene editing but want to look at what else is potentially available uh, in the world of science, another book recommended is Social by Nature, The Promise and Peril of Sociogenomics, uh, and that is by Catherine Bliss, and that has been a bestseller. In the world of climate change, uh, they do consider uh, the two bedrock books to read are David Wallace Wells' The Uninhabitable Earth, Life After Warming, and then if you want to look at the politics of climate change, the book to read is Michael Mann's The Climate, The New Climate War, The Fight to Take Back Our Planet, which was released just last year. So if you are into climate change or have some concerns about it, those would be two really good reads going into 2022. A couple other things following up on supply chain management. Uh, Michael Hugos uh, has written a textbook on that, and if you're not into textbooks, try Suman Sarkar's Supply Chain Revolution, Innovative Sourcing and Logistics for a Fiercely Competitive World to get a log up on it. If you want something more entertaining that reads more like a story, Maxine Bidette wrote a book last year called Unraveled, The Life and Death of a Garment, which traces a pair of jeans from the cotton being harvested in Texas all the way through to the landfill where it ends up in Ghana, West Africa. You're listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management, and we'll be back in 60 seconds. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. In today's third segment, we're going to tackle a financial planning topic that at the beginning of each year is a very good topic to get into. And this is organization. Oftentimes in meeting with clients, sometimes 
they'll be sheepish about the fact that maybe their files aren't organized as you know one might think. Um, and just to be clear, uh, as a certified financial planner, just having the information is totally okay with us. And I think the mindset some people get into is they feel like they need to have files as neatly organized as the Central Intelligence Agency or the Manhattan Public Library that uh, we know professionals in the business that that's not the reality. And it's better to at least have things halfway put together and more information in dealing with a financial planner or a certified public accountant is often better than less. But if you're wanting to know how can you get a little bit better organized with your finances, I think the overall arching theme would be to take this first week or second week of the year and set aside either, if you're old school like me, paper files, or if you're new school, um, you can create files on your computer system for various financial topics. Uh, generally speaking, um, just go down to the office supply store or create on your computer. You'll have a file that's you know called income tax information. This is just a box uh, on on your computer or a file at home. Whereas this time of year, when your W two ten ninety nines and other envelopes that say important tax information on them come strolling in through your mailbox that you can file them and have them ready to hand off to your professionals. Another thing that's often served me well over time is for each child you have, and include yourself and this and your spouse, so for each person in your household, create a file. This is a great place if you've got younger kids that may be going to college, um, you can keep college bills, expenses. Um, I've got everything from grade cards to to college bills. Uh, if you have any type of accounts for um, your children, like a college savings account, just a uh, checking account or savings, or uh, if, if your parents or grandparents gave them savings bonds, that file with their name on it could be a great repository for that information. Uh, if you have investments that certain places, by all means, you know, create a file for each location that you have investments. It may be a 401k at work. It may be an account um, with your professionals, but keep that. You can kind of dump that information in if you get statements monthly or quarterly. There again, um, if you use your computer, you can just have a file that these things can go to and as well as just send emails to that box as well to keep track of things. Uh, we also have a file for our insurance. So this is uh, your homeowner's insurance, automobile, et cetera, whatever you would have at home. If you have a mortgage, you can have a file for your mortgage. Um, the insurance talk we'll get into next in our uh, question and answer period. But generally, I think you get the drift that being halfway organized will go a long way, especially uh, if you turn in your tax information and let's say your tax professional says, hey, I need some additional information regarding your mortgage, you can just bring your mortgage file in and everything that's been sent to you regarding your mortgage is in there. Uh, depending on how deep in the weeds you want to get on this, if you have major uh, appliances, obviously your vehicles, anything that I would consider to be a durable product, so think about big appliances, washer, dryers, stoves, refrigerators, etc., uh, your cars, trucks, etc. It's okay to have a file for your 
home appliances. Uh, this is a great place to put the books that come with the appliances. Also a place to kind of keep your um, warranty information after you buy them and get them registered. A lot of times now your appliances are quote-unquote smart appliances, and it could also house the instructions on how to get the app on your phone or how to install it, uninstall it, etc. So it, it's good to have a file for that. If you're fortunate enough to have health insurance, an important file would be your EOB slash health and prescription records because anytime that uh, you give somebody your health insurance card or prescription card, what is generated is an overflow of paper or documentation that's coming to you via electronically or basically through the mail. Now, this begets the question is how long do you have to keep this stuff? Uh, on investment statements, you know, ask your, your provider to get you a January 1 to 1231 statement after each year. That should come automatically if you're working with a reputable firm. But if not, uh, just ask for that. And I keep those forever. Uh, a lot of the other documentation, uh, going back to the healthcare file, I think it's totally okay that once all the bills are paid, you're past that year, you can get rid of that. And by getting rid of this information, what I mean is, is take it to a shredding event where a reputable shredding firm will come and dispose of all your documents. If you live in an area where you have a burn barrel, um, such as Harrisburg, Illinois, just um, you know, toss everything in the burn barrel, set it ablaze, and make sure there's nothing but black ash at the bottom so no one can get account numbers or Social Security numbers. Uh, as it pertains to information on your children, you may want to keep some of those uh, grade cards, et cetera, for posterity's sake. You may want to also keep track of the college uh, of one child, if they're the oldest, uh, in case your younger child may come back and say, hey, I wasn't treated fairly. You spent more on my older brother than me. You can come back with evidence that, no, that wasn't the case uh, because we kept it. So when it comes to keeping records, some things you can get rid of sooner, but I am uh, a person to say there may be reasons to keep more things than you think. Uh, for longer because, uh, as my colleague Bruce Gillen in our Tennessee office says, it's better to have it, not need it, than to need it and not have it. So that's some ways to get organized. So just old-fashioned, you know, create a file, throw some stuff in there. When it's time for your tax preparation appointment, bring the file. If your professional needs more, they'll ask for more. But this is a way to get organized heading into 2022. Keep in mind, as more things become electronic, uh, be sure to back up your information on a separate, you know, device or uh, scan disk, whatever you use, uh, USB port uh, data security device, and and do that, especially on those types of records, probably every six months, at least once a year. Keep that out of your house in case of fire, maybe in a lockbox at a bank or in another secure location that only you can get to that, heaven forbid, if something happens at your house and records are destroyed, that you'll have a copy of it. If you had to ask me, Drew, why do you prefer paper or electronic, luckily in this day and age, you can probably have both, uh, but keep your electronic storage devices safe and keep them off the premises in case of what you're worried about is something catching on fire. Now, there are a lot of fire-rated safes. I don't know how well that protects uh, data on a USB drive, but it never hurts to just talk to your local bank about having a safety deposit box, and that's a perfect spot to keep some stuff 
off-site, and if you back up once a year, that information can be there, and anything usually that happens within the next 12 months hopefully could be well reconstructed for you in case of that disaster. And it doesn't have to be fire. Our, our friends in our area at the Bremen, Bowling Green, Dawson Springs have suffered horrible destruction at the hands of tornadoes. That's another reason to have an off-site record of what you have personally. You're listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back with our mailbag segment in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I am your host, Drew Watson, and this is our email bag segment for the first show of 2022. As a reminder, you can send your emails directly to me at william.a.watson at ampf.com. And since the winter weather has finally returned to our area, this email question is, Drew, what are some of the financial things you can can do to prepare for such weather oddities? Well, first and foremost, I think, as you know, if you're a certain age or older listening to this show, you know that just having some snow in January is not an oddity. But Given the climate situation that we've had in recent past, any snowfall at all has become uh, quite a strange occurrence. Uh, For those who lived through the winters of 77 and 78, uh, where you had feet of snow and not mere inches, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for the question at hand, a couple things to consider is, one, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Most of the expenses that occur due to a lot of snowfall and ice are because people get in automobile accidents. So it's easy enough to say, don't get out in your vehicle unless you have to. If it's an emergency, uh, unless it's an emergency, stay in your home. Also, with the ounce of prevention modicum, it would be when it does snow and lets up a little bit, get your young drivers out in a very safe space and get them some experience on driving on snow and ice. Now, I'm not saying going down the 405 freeway in Los Angeles, but if there is a wide open parking lot uh, with no light post and it's uh, no cars around, that's an opportune time to take your young drivers, get them out of the house and teach them how to drive and how to act behind the wheel in case they have to drive in situations where there are 
a lot of snow and ice. It's not, you know, some of this has to do with the fact if you ever go skiing and go to the Rockies uh, in Vail and Summit counties, et cetera, you don't see a lot of pileups um, once you're in off the interstate because the locals there understand how to drive in this type of situation. So under, under the heading of a ounce of prevention, one, don't drive unless you have to, two, get your younger drivers some experience in a very, very safe place. Finally, what I would say as part of any good financial plan, you have to have risk risk protection, and that is make sure you have plenty of personal automobile insurance on your personal auto policy and know exactly what your responsibilities are if you get into an accident because of snow and ice. What are your deductibles? What could you be out of pocket? Could you be possibly sued for policy limits uh, above and exceeding what your policy protects? These are all things to consider. Now, when you move off the road and you have a prolonged snow and ice storm, another thing to think about is what is your homeowner's insurance going to cover and what is not covered in case you get an ice dam. There again, in our area, we don't get these very often. In the Northeast, houses are constructed to uh, be able to withstand them, but a lot of homes in our area uh, are not constructed what I would consider to be properly because they do... um, either A, don't have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, under underlayment under the shingles uh, or roofing not put on correctly and ice dams starting at the soffit and water will find a way to get in anywhere. So sit down with your property and casualty agent and look to see in this type of situation how much and what is covered on your homeowner's policy because a, uh, an ice dam can cause water damage uh, that is absolutely extraordinary and can bring down entire ceilings uh, and all the insulation and wiring, et cetera, that is, that is in there. So in thinking about this winter weather, even though it looks pretty uh, and is very beautiful, there's a lot of danger that could hit you right in the wallet if you're not careful. But always remember, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You're listening to Financial Fridays. We'll be back same time, same station next week. This is WOMI Owensboro. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.